This is the Financial Coconut, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. And I'm Timothy Mazier, Editor-in-Chief of Blockhead. Join me and the crew on our weekly Friday segment as we filter out the noise in the crypto space and keep you updated on the ideas that actually matter. This is Blockcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of Blockcast. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. Oh, hey guys, uh, I'm Mark and I am the founder and CEO of Blockhead. What's Sebo? What's Lee here? <laughs> and uh, this is Timothy Mazia, um, managing editor at Blockhead. Nice. And if you cannot tell, we are finally all in the same space. Right? Um, I, I don't think they can tell. How would they be able to tell? From an audio perspective, the audio, oh, audio can, can tell. Oh, can okay. tell. Fantastic. Quite smooth. Yeah, very yeah. smooth. Yeah. We are all, we share the same room tone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, this is a clearly a, uh, a podcast noob. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you will learn that, ah, right? Okay, you will thanks. learn, right? But yeah, finally, finally, we're in the same space. Feels kind of weird. <laughs> Actually, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it feels kind of weird, eh? Yeah, you don't, you don't feel so. Yeah, a little bit because uh, you know, Actually, I feel like call just remote. It, it, you, you feel a bit, a bit more polite, like you, you don't want to speak out of turn <laughs> go around you. Eh? You're learning your, you're learning your dues, uh. yeah. <laughs> uh, You know, online is very easy, uh. Uh, I get it. I get it. You know, I, I, I actually understand what you're saying. Uh, right? I want to control you. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Very good. I uh, control yourself. Uh, right? If not, my editor always tells me, what the mark uh, tangent only say, right? But... <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called ADHD, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, it creates entertainment value, okay, so cool. so that's great. Another week, another crazy week, another good stuff, right? And uh, I think there's the the middle story is quite a big, quite a big, big story. So yeah, but we we gotta start with the first story. Anybody wants to take the first story? Um, I'll introduce it. Uh, it's about uh, world coin and uh, and an AI explosion, like world coin, like world, world. like global, okay, yeah. Like global. I mean. Uh, <laughs> This 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 token project has been around for a while uh, since 2019. Uh, we we covered it more than a year ago, but ju- just because of its dystopian uh, nature, basically you scan you you scan your iris and you get tokens in return. So this, wait wait what what does that mean? You scan your iris and you get tokens. In return? I I think that maybe it helps to kind of also explain the history of who yeah, who, yeah, who yeah. founded this. No no so so it's been around since 2019. Okay, and previous investors in the company include uh, A16Z, oh, yeah, of course, S- SBF. Of you know, of okay. FTX yeah, fame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obviously. And internet entrepreneur Reed Hoffman. <laughs> Everyone, right? Everyone. Yes, yes. So it's supposed to, I mean, basically, they use iris biometrics to establish an individual's identity, essentially. Wow. So then it creates a so called digital world ID that can be used pseudonymously, you know, for everyday applications without revealing your identity. I mean, obviously, this raises a bunch of other questions like, you know... Privacy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the company obviously knows who you are and has your biometric details and all that. I will not do that. I will not. I don't even want to do circle DNA. You tell me do this shit. (laughs) Plus, I I think that the other part about this also is that, you know, like Sam Altman's driving the project, right? So that's that's why it's in the news again. Yeah. Yeah. So so who's Sam Altman? 
Uh, he's only there. I mean, he's the founder of ChatGPT, like OpenAI. So like, mm. he's the guy driving all that AI development that you know we're all familiar with. So he's also the guy that is you know looking to take our biometric data and then I don't know, man. I don't know what he's gonna do with he's it. He's right? raising you know? hundred million now. Yeah, yeah. it's already yeah. a, a nine figure sum to kind of launch this project. Mm. No, no, it's launched already, right? But it's just yeah. that uh, I think now the company wants to roll out the blockchain protocol in, in the next like month. What, what or, actually makes me very two. uncomfortable is yeah. because if we look at what's happening with ChatGPT, right? And then if there's uptake on this and you know it's, it's well adopted, imagine kind of like, you know, he, he has access to all this biometric data and then he has all that AI machine learning kind of like exactly access to that. So yeah. you put one and one together, right? What do you get? Armageddon. Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. <laughs> Skynet, very suggestive of which <laughs> era you're from. <laughs> That's true. You, you're just giving Daddy Bosley. Daddy Lee. Daddy Lee. No longer Bosley. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So so wait, the, the idea here is you give up your DNA data and then you get some sort of a coin. And this this under the world coin structure. Basically you get you get, you get tokens, la, okay, yeah. Okay. But then you get, you give up your, your biometric data to create a digital ID, ID uh, yeah. that you can then use for everyday applications without revealing who you actually are. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, so, okay, then what, what's the what's the But there's a centralized company that knows yeah, who yeah. you truly are. Yeah, okay. So yeah. so that aside, right? That's yeah. annoying, right? And it's, <laughs> it's so 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 shitty, right? But but well, I guess you know things like you know you, when you sign up for whatever mm. the most basic level, like a like a mailing list, or like you just need to fill out a personal profile for for whatever application you want to use online. Instead of that. You just have a verified digital world ID, la. Mm. I mean, I, I guess you know people like A16Z think that this is gonna, you know, be the next thing to change the world. Okay, what, 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 what I think is, uh, what they're all trying to do here, right? Is in my opinion, is that the pseudonymous nature of crypto, right, has always made like the government, like, you know, like or like the uh, regulators very uncomfortable, uh, and they also see the need for the industry to kind of, you know, find some sort of middle ground, right? Because it is that kind of messy and pseudonymous nature of the industry that actually makes it attractive. So right now it's been quite polarizing, right? You have, you know, we need KYC, all that stuff on like, you know, the traditional finance side. And then you have people in the crypto world who just don't want to be a part of that. So I think that they're right, right now they're just trying to find some sort of balance here. La. You can scan your ID, your, your, your iris, and then you're still going to be kind of pseudonymous, but you can have all the benefits of... The crypto uh, side. three identity. A web three identity, but with all the benefits of actually like all the KYC stuff, you can kind of check it out. It takes a check mark as well. So this is some sort of weird <laughs> balance that I think that they're trying to achieve with this, in my opinion, when I, when I look at something like this. La. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And then the second point for me here is that like, okay, this is, I don't know whether you call this going on a tangent, la, right? I mean, you, you see there have been calls from, I think, the, the broader tech community, including people like Elon Musk, right? Uh, Steve Wozniak from Apple, to regulate and slow down, you know, innovation in certain areas, especially AI. Cynically, I think that, you know, they just kind of want to buy some time to get their own products out to the market. La. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with you. That's a problem. Yes, yes, right? yes. But and then on the other hand, also, like, it does raise the question of, like, you know, I think behind ethical innovation, right? It doesn't feel like I need this piece of technology or I don't see how it's going to make my life better. Maybe I'm just not a visionary in that regard. Like, I can only see one step ahead of me. Like. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. And why are we talking about this, actually? Like, like this whole world coin thing, like, like, why do our audience need to know about it? Is it like trending as f or like? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's it, it's. Are it, we trying to tell all oh, this? Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't. Oh. Uh, don't save your DNA data, right? <laughs> save your biometric data. It's worth more. I mean, like, if you want an idea of how extreme, like, certain like the world has become in certain areas, right, of like tech innovation. So this is like a, a, a combination of tech, blockchain, and then privacy and AI all, all lumped into one, mm. right? It's all, all the trending kind of like news narratives and themes, you know. So that's why it's kind of like being talked about and like. Uh, it has big backers as well. 
I just think that it is scary lah. Yeah. Don't Trent do it. Altman's Don't. background, he's uh chairman of YC, right? You'll know about YC. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> also, YC is a very big. Uh, I know YC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, UEC. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> 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 we don't go there. We don't go there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know about the, okay, the TikTok no saga? Okay, yeah, never mind. Okay. I spent too much time there. Right, so... I have oh no idea about that. Oh my God. But anyway, yeah. Okay, okay. Fair. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, yeah, my hot take is just don't do it, okay? Like, just <laughs> keep your biometric data. Like, why do you need this stupid world coin for, right? And there are many other things that you can do. And if you ask me, I actually would structurally argue that I would trust the government more than I trust a private company. Right? Uh, I, agree. I, I think it's I agree. a very different thing yeah. altogether. I mean, and I'm sure government partnerships are on the cards, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why oh, I, so it's... the business model could be like Palantir for them. I was just yeah. going to say that. Ah, I was just going to say Palantir. Ah, yeah. Guys, anyone about Palantir? Is it me? Um, I know you have because the previous episode you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you bought Palantir? I did. Uh, I got actually pretty drunk had one night and, and I just decided to come I didn't buy a lot I didn't buy a lot of it like. it, wasn't, it wasn't a lot a huge sum but mm. I thought you listened to our podcast we, we analysed Palantir a little bit I know yeah, uh, yeah, but you know I, I just you know I just looked at it as like okay law okay, law huh? of the rings name. okay let me just tell you that is not house view <laughs> 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 that is not how you should do it I don't listen to this guy yeah, law of the rings guys come on just man get like, just, okay law okay law it's tattoo only what the fuck don't do that right like oh my goodness but anyway anyway um it's, it's for your own research huh? we never we never recommend but yeah if you if you um are considering palantir head over to the, the financial coconut investor network podcast uh, inside confirm got some research there right <laughs> yeah we have done we've done a little bit of that discussion so yeah okay cool interesting just don't do world coin, huh? Okay. <laughs> I'm very insistent. Yeah, like, just like your kids in school, like kids, yeah. don't, don't do don't world do, coin. Don't do, don't do. Just protect your biometric data. I, I don't understand I how mean, people can just give it up. Eventually, when there are government partnerships, that you, you, will, you will be obligated to use it, right? No, but, but then, the, but then the regulation infrastructure will be very different, right? Mm. By then, right? or at least the expected regulation it will be very different right like, like it's like it's like you give your biometric health biometric data to sing health as compared to, to like you know <laughs> you don't tell me it's the same it's not the same right the expected governing structure right? but okay we don't go there like governing structure very complex and very boring right so yeah that's the end of the first story with worldcoin and mm. on uh, endless blockchain ai domination of the world right so let's bring us to the second story planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yes. Uh, so, like, you know, on the 1st of June, Hong Kong is going to, uh, as part of their regulatory framework, they are going to allow retail investors to partake ding, ding, ding. in crypto gambling. <laughs> <laughs> crypto investing. Crypto yeah. investing, I mean. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gambling was what we talked about last week, right? The yeah, UK we did. government, that, That's right? why I brought it up, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes, so, like, you know, um, uh, and, and this is obviously a very exciting development for a number of reasons, you know. It's, I just want to point out that Boss Lee jump out and say, hey, it's investing. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Protecting the space. Okay, yes, please continue. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people are excited because you know, first of all, it's Hong Kong, right? Like it's uh, it's a big move in you know the APEC space. It's one mm. of the financial centers. It's a lot of money there still. 
Uh, and the other part about it is that, I mean, if you just do a cursory search on Google, you would see that people are just pretty hot about which Chinese cryptocurrencies that... Uh, you know, there's another reason why people are very excited. Because right now it's like the bear market, right? So they see the exit liquidity coming in already. Oh, yeah. Exit liquidity coming <laughs> in. That, 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 that is like uh, the third thing, like, for yeah, sure. Right? For sure. People are excited. Oh, fresh Finally. new funds coming mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. for me to unload to them. Unload the, unload the stuff, <laughs> uh. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a big big development, like. I think yeah. it also calls the question, like it how it highlights the Singapore versus Hong Kong thing, mm-hmm. again, uh, uh, as it's always been going on. Right. They actually, they launched the um, consultation process on this. It was only like less than two months ago, you know. Team, no one cares about consultation. I mean, they... <laughs> to draft, it's like two all, months only, bro. Two months like, can come out already. Yeah, I know. They're, they're really quick. I mean, compared to like, you know, Singapore and other, other jurisdictions. Uh, like they, they publish a consultation document. They get all the feedback. And within like six, seven weeks, they have a launch date. Already. But do you, I mean, if I would say something, right? Hong Kong really needs this, uh. They really do. Uh, I think that like... I think it, all the funds flow here already. It, 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 <laughs> you know, uh, it's lost its luster over the years, right? And I think that this is just another narrative that's strong for them as a country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a 10% corporate tax kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the corporate tax structure there, but it is what it is. So, mm-hmm. so wait, I, I want to ask, is the broader crypto space really expecting like liquidity outflow through China? China coming through, Hong Kong coming out. Is that the kind of expectation? Liquidity outflow? In a sense of um, Chinese funds coming into yeah, the, so people the space excited, in a more direct right? fashion. Uh, so, at least in the crypto space, uh, uh. I see on Twitter. So, people are excited uh, because definitely among the Twitter, how do I say this? On my time, Line, so people are excited because new investors coming in this also means uh, increase in liquidity mm. and uh, there is also anticipation with this opening to the retail investor what are the tokens right? what are the coins or what are the assets that they will be looking for mm. so are we not anticipating money flowing into the Chinese market or are we no, expecting are, Chinese money to flow out to the broader the market the Chinese money coming into the crypto market okay yeah okay, that's the okay, excitement okay. that is uh, yeah because you know they, they've never really I mean if, if you think about outside of the Chinese market mm. right we, we've already had those options outside mm. of Hong Kong already yeah yeah. so it, people have been trading this mm. but I think the, the theory here is that now mainland Chinese have an uh, avenue to an avenue to kind of I mean I'm sure they've already been doing it like you know through VPNs or whatever like, I mean yeah, yeah the 101 ways right? so, yeah. but then it still would have some Easy. sort of yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But then, are people not expecting to through this um, opening up and a structure to be able to then have an easy touch base into the Chinese crypto market or Chinese crypto market? Mm. Uh, I don't understand. In a sense that with the with the regulation, you're essentially allowing for money to flow in and out relatively yeah. smoother, right? So why is it only a one-way out expectation and no way in? Nobody's expecting money to no, flow I mean, into you Chinese can, projects. Uh, off-ramp through Hong Kong also. Uh. That's one of the avenue. But the, at least for the excitement, right? It's like, uh, so you have to come in first, mm. make or lose, then you can go out, right? Uh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But investing in Chinese projects is something that could be interesting too. Yeah, that's the different game. Different game. Yeah, different game. Yeah. How is it different? So some of the things that they look at could be very much different from how we look at. Yeah. So typically, share more with us, because yeah. they have a lot of miners. So this is some of my personal take, uh, not the whole space take. But they might be more Bro, you interested. Never speak in, for the space one. Okay, yeah. you speak for yeah. yourself. They might be more interested in coins that uh, involve mining. Mm. Uh, that's an uh, not exactly proof of work. Like for example, mm, hot take already. 
for example, mm-hmm. take, like uh, Filecoin. So Filecoin is, uh, they allow you to be a storage provider. So you can, if you have machines, you can be a storage provider for them. And through that, you earn the file token. Uh, then you can of course sell the file token. Uh. So the file token is a form of reward. And uh, in March, they also released the FVM, which is the Filecoin virtual machine. So mm-hmm. when more people use, then the token become deflationary and it can get burned. So they look for this kind of stuff where you can have put the machine to work, mm, right? Mm, so if mm. you think about it, uh, because they used to have a lot of miners yeah, before yeah. they clamp down on the BTC and all, right? So all these machine, either they can mine stuff or they can use it for storage, mm. right? So if they provide a service to Filecoin and right now they can earn the token and they can sell officially, right? Mm, through Hong Kong. Mm, mm, mm. So that's a, that's a plus, lah. Okay. I mean, it's interesting also from like just a, I guess the the whole mining aspect, right? From a culture point of view, because it is something that is. Uh, are you saying sp- Chinese people are mining? Are like miners? Culture? Yes. Play that kind of Chinese music. Well, not in that sense, but yeah. I would say that it feels more tangible. Yeah, so 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 yeah. the thing about it is that it is actually the kind of business that when you think about cryptocurrency mining, right? You know, a lot of it used to kind of are still kind of based in certain areas in China, and yeah. they're like you know gigantic kind of like yeah, I've seen those. I've seen yeah, those. you know, yeah. and and so I'm not saying that this is like you know Chinese culture, but I think it's just like you know a, bit, words, a, 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 a practice <laughs> or like a common a common industry over there, right? Mm-hmm. And then like yes, it also it is also more tangible. Uh, so maybe that's why they kind of like it. No, I think the logic is intact. Actually, if you if you go and really understand the history of why a lot of history, right? If it's a few decades of history as to why a lot of these mining infrastructures are in China, right? Actually, they a lot of them shifted north because of the electricity bills, right? Mm. They had a lot of electricity uh, access because they built up all these extra dams, right? So different states, right, in order to attract, you know, businesses to come in, they actually, certain states have rebate on electricity. So it's so cheap that big, big, infrastructures were all in the north, right? Xinjiang, in, in uh, Dongbei, and some of those other places, right? Where electricity is so cheap, they don't really have uh, big industries. Or some of them, have actually, Dongbei actually has very big industries. But anyway, they went there for electricity and eventually the government clamped down because the government realized that, hey, you are not producing real value, quote unquote. And that was a whole extension of this whole like saga or like clamping down mining and all that. So that I think that is the backdrop of like because of the hardware that they have and you know if you go to like Shenzhen right you just you can build your own computer like walking down a street shopping like that you know it's, it's, yeah, no, it's exactly. so simple right so all this hardware is being transferred into that and doing this whole this whole thing right so I I, I, I actually understand what Boss Lee is and, trying and, to say but you are also it. saying that so it's, it's actually culture la, that's the no it's not culture <laughs> it is a structural <laughs> reality you know uh, okay. yeah, so they I, have a tangible asset they have all these things thing. sitting around yeah. you gotta do something with it and then, yeah. then you go with it right so I think that's so a, they like to see this kind of tokens or coins that involve I mean ideally it can involve uh, machines la. otherwise uh, they are also very into if uh, like if staking uh, because you can do validation work and all mm. uh, or become validator so mm. these are the things that they are looking at la, and uh, mm. some of the tokens they are looking at may not be on our radar mm. so yeah. should we then as retail investors care about what the Chinese people care because if they are one of the bigger pools out there right then on some level the volume swings the market right yes uh, so I would think that uh, in the in the short run mm. if you are in the game for the short run kind of thing then, then you should pay attention to the tokens and coins that the Chinese people like because definitely 
it's more of uh, when the new liquidity comes in, right? They will also look for things that are familiar. I thought, oh, this one used to be uh, mm. some mm. Chinese uh, CEO or this kind of background one, right? Then they, they put their money in. Uh, this is not this is a broad question, la, but mm. like, I'm, just, I'm just very curious whether we'll see some of the other tokens, you know, like that, they are kind of dead, like, you know, rise from the grave. <laughs> Actually, right? hard to say. You know, like, yeah, you know, like, your, like your Neo uh, and your V-Chain, all this kind of what love. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hard to say. So, um, so this is another, this is a very, very hot comeback take. moment, is it? Yeah, yeah. very hot take. Well, this one, like, like, burning on fire. It's dirt, yeah. it's dirt cheap now, eh. If you go and look at it, like, you know, yeah. it's, like, it's actually like, you know, like, I mean, minimal downside. Okay, you know what? I don't want to get into it. Don't, don't, don't. Right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's not go there. Yeah, yeah. But please, please. Think about it in pure speculation mode, right? Actually, tokens that are dying or with very least liquidity, if a group of wealthy people come together, they can pump it up again. I mean, and that's the whole they idea, get the right? Retail excited, then then they mm-hmm. unload. Mm-hmm. And the momentum tricks possible, the board, yeah. the whole shit comes so in. So it's very possible. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's this uh token called Pokai. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. 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 Wait lah. Uh, never financial advice. So I'm not saying. Please go don't just go and buy whatever shit the boss say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. But this token called Pokai is is dead lah. So the mm, Pokai lah, ma. Yeah, it's Pokai. Uh, it's like uh, really dead. But it has a very strong Chinese meme culture. Mm. So when we come back, I I don't know. I'm just saying that that there's such a uh, token out there. Narratives to watch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, very, very cute name, right? Pokai. Yeah. Pok- <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't, don't guys don't okay, there are many other ways to make money I think Palantir is a better bet than Pokai okay just saying but <laughs> but, but I don't think uh, I will subscribe to that way or buy Palantir it's like yeah. hey one day we high say then it's like hey let's go lah bro Palantir 10,000 10, in okay let's do it it's like what scared lah what's that what's that what's that what you did what's that what you did kind of <laughs> <laughs> don't say you learn from here right? okay Kind of, but yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we, we all learn. We all learn. Nice, nice. So yeah, once again, China takes center stage. You know, it's quite crazy. Yeah. Have you heard what the Chinese ambassador said today? The new Chinese ambassador to no. US? No. He was like, well, we hope that the US will step up and work with us on creating world peace or something along those Jesus. lines. You know? The tables have tilted. It's not, we hope that the US will follow global rules. And I was like, what? No, but I mean, they, Where are you they, getting this confidence <laughs> from? They, I think they, they, they're trying to kind of up the soft power game. They are. They, they are. are. They but are. I think they've also just realized that if you want to kind of compete at a level, right, there's that definite culture element that they have to yes, win. Yes, yes, you yes. Know. yes. Uh, and it's, I mean, okay, this is a tension. That one take time one. This is a tension, yeah. right? But mm. I don't know about you guys, when I was growing up, I kind of like yearned to kind of live in the US, right? Because of like Hollywood, all that shit, right? But now... Then became Canada, right? Because yeah. Kim's convenience. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. I haven't seen that. But, <laughs> but, yes, but yes. Listen, I mean, like, it's just, you know, like, I feel as if as the as a destination it's just lost a lot of appeal. Mm. You know, mm. so like, and I think that there's that gap, lah. You know, like, not that I want to go and live in China, lah. You know, I don't want to do that as well. But mm. you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just there be a minor. Uh-huh. Yeah, be minor. Hey, enough say, hey, enough. Well, no. hey, the image, lah, that good say. <laughs> hey, but, uh, I'm, I'm in uh, some Chinese Telegram group. Some of these uh, investors, they are no also scared, very into. They are also very into. <laughs> they are also very into blockchain. Uh, technically, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got they got manuals. You know, there was a. Yeah. 
period of time, all good. the tech companies were giving out blockchain manuals. Like, go and mm. read, go and learn, go and learn. Like, yeah. So all, like my friends who were in the Chinese company say, what the fuck? They got this blockchain manuals just floating around, you know, teaching all of us, you know, in those big tech companies. So it's like, okay, that's very interesting. Right? But I don't think the, the Chinese government love the speculation side of things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they I want think they you to like... adopt. It's like very Singapore position, actually. It's like, don't speculate, huh? but you try to adopt the technology. They, want, they just want a CBDC. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. what the, the digital yuan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after yeah. that, you will see the digital uh, it's, it's interesting, right, to see how Hong Kong is like opening up, but the rest of China still... No, Hong Kong is always yeah. a test uh, test space. Yeah, yeah, it's always like, a yeah, sandbox. It's sandbox. Because oh, it's yeah. like, you know, the gateway to the West, yeah, yeah. you know, it's always been... No, and it's then, only 3% of GDP at this moment. Okay, like, you play play your Tai Chi, right? Mm. Like, at, the, at first it was not, right? But now it's, it's just a sandbox. All sorts of weird things will happen in Hong Kong, mm. right? And also a, a gateway for more companies to kind of like test it out, right? Or Singaporean companies. Yeah, Singaporean mm. companies. Now. Yeah. But, but Singapore is a competitor, lah. <laughs> As much as our government say no, but we are competitor. A lot of flows in, right? That's a different discussion. Frenemies, 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 frenemies. Best of friends, worst of enemies. So yeah, okay, that's enough. Enough of keep your enemy closer. Okay, great, right? So we continue to observe to see if China continues to the market and see where Hong Kong brings us. Let's go to the third story, right? The oh, the third story. Okay, okay. The DJN story of the day. Wow, important, important, important. Uh, <laughs> shit coins. Okay, so um, so I wanted to share about this story. Well, that could on... be a segment. Just saying, right? Like yeah. DJ could be our like DJ corner. corner. Yeah, like DJ, DJ corner. corner is our segment. But anyway, please go. go uh, so I wanted to share this story about this particular token called Psyop. So again, uh, never financial advice. So it's a good some backstory. Yeah, <laughs> it's called it's DJ corner already. Yeah, it's called DJ corner. Yeah, <laughs> DJ corner. Our, our third story will always be DJ corner. <laughs> uh, so this this guy called Ben underscore Eve. So Ben Eve, uh, you can search for him on uh, Twitter. So what he did was created a Ben token. And this later on, this Ben token got sold to uh, Big Boy Crypto. So this is a very big influencer. So from there, he got some fame and uh, immediately he launched his next token. So the way that he launched the next token got some controversy. Uh. So what he did was he just posts on Twitter, like uh, send me if and I'll send you back. Uh, okay, uh, one of the texts will be, I'm going to launch a new token, send me if I'm going to send you back the new token. And there was no name or nothing. So through that, a few days, I think he collected about 7 million. What? Fundraising eh. Like, Open space Twitter, so Wait, this guy teach is me about the Gen Corner. So send me for, for but of course this guy also got some fan base already, uh, and mm. he got a BAYC. Okay, got the uh, pick, uh. mm, Okay, but I feel that BAYC doesn't do much of uh, picture, but but it, it might have some effect. So raise seven million, and um, right after that, it was very controversial because by right this is considered a securities already, mm. uh, and uh, people are saying that he's a US citizen or under US law. La. So you can actually go after him. But some DJs don't care. La. So crypto space, right? Free flow. <laughs> you can do anything you want. And uh, so right now the market opened for a few days already. How he opens the market or uh, what, what happened was also quite interesting. So when he launched, he just say the token pool is up. So for decentralized finance, right? You don't actually have a like centralized exchange then release and all this. Basically what you do, you take your own token and uh, some if put together and put it into a decentralized uh, exchange and a pool is formed. And this is the market. So when he launched, he just uh, say he, he launched and uh, this also created a lot of controversy. Uh, controversy also attract attention is when he say he launched, a lot of other scammers also launched the same name <laughs> at the same huh? time. So when people go and buy, right, they get 
confused. They mm. might buy the wrong stuff. And there was also a honeypot. Honeypot is where you can buy and you cannot sell. Mm. So a lot of saga, a lot of drama for two, three days uh, where people buy the wrong token or people buy a token in a pool that has very little liquidity. So a lot of drama. Lah. But this guy is very good at selling. This, this band guy. Lah. So he can create a lot of tr- controversy, say a lot of rubbish. And the more he say, people get excited. Then uh, right now the token pump. Lah. I think the initial holders at least 3x already right now. What? Yeah. I, I mean, I'd say that he, this guy, first of all, I think I've got potential because one syllable name, right? Ben, right? Next one is Mark Lottis. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We got a stage here, right? We got a stage here. Something. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I'm not only, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, Paul and Matthew, right? right you can right, do right. anything about, I'm super interested in uh, tech also. It's very possible to create a Mark token in 30 minutes. Yep, yeah, yeah. And, and, and after that, it's just how... So, like, the what's actually really kind of, like, impressive. I mean, to me, it's impressive, lah. You know, like, so he must have really understood what's going to happen after this, right? Like, if he launched that token, right? There's going to be scammers who are going to do the same thing. Yeah. Right? And then that is essentially that, that marketing strategy. Mm. Because, like, no matter what it is, right? It's like, there are other people who are trying to scam it as well, right? So, in a way, the, the blame is kind of spread out also. Oh. Like, you see what I'm saying? Then after yeah. that, he just said, okay, guys, here's the real one. You know? Yeah. yeah. In fact, in fact, yeah. right now, so after, I don't have the exact time, maybe let's say one week, right? Right now, he's not quote-unquote scammer anymore. He's sort of like a hero. And he, he 3x the initial holder's uh, value. You help people make money. People don't see you as the scammer anymore. But he, yeah. th- there's a class action lawsuit against him now right uh not sure about it but uh if they can find him then i think it, it could be what about what about the lawsuit i think that there's a letter that addressed to him about he might face charges of deceiving investors oh, oh yeah i saw that hearing fraud yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so someone actually wrote this kind of letter to him la, like a potential lawsuit and all if, if he you wrote like, back in a he wrote very, back like he tweet back and all this uh, like, okay. in a very funny way like mm. like sarcastic way uh. mm-hmm. that also drove attention and drove more like <laughs> like the lawsuit fake one was yeah. fake one shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. like more hype into the token like this, this guy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. that's why he called his token Psyops uh, because mm. uh, you, you don't know the things you cannot predict him right what is he trying to do like unstable this guy what is he trying to do and he hold a lot of token uh, on his hand. He hold, if not wrong, 97% of token. He only released 3% of the token <laughs> into the market. <laughs> and he also openly says that if I hold more than 90%, with less, uh, I can easily make it pump. Wow, people see this kind of stuff, excited, more liquidity into the system. Boom. This guy is, I don't know, good lah. Storytelling. Yeah. I, I think he he really understands the DGen mindset yeah. very well. He really like he knows the ins you and out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you know, like what they're thinking, right? Like actually, doesn't matter what. Like you know, like ah, I mean, I, I, even if this is a scam, like you know, like yeah. I just put a bit low, and then yeah, you got a freaking like everybody you know, like, that thinks like, like that, that, right? right? Yeah, then, you yeah, have, yeah. Then, then you have your seven million in ready, dude. Yeah. You know, so that, that's probably. But for clarity's yeah. sake, there's no utility in this thing. No, right now, no. <laughs> There's no need for utility, guys. Well, we should move away from this whole if you, idea. It, well, if you, if you can define utility as the Making excitement money, and yeah. the fun that you get from participating in something like that. Uh, so yesterday, uh, he shared that uh, there are projects coming to him as a, asking him to be advisor. La. So... <laughs> So, uh, one of which is the Mark Token. Mark Token, guys. You want to release a token, token, You'll go to him as an advisor. And of course, you will get a cut of your (laughs) token, right? Like, uh, let's say 25% of Mark. So, he shared on Twitter that this XYZ token that I'm getting for being an advisor on other projects, I'm going to distribute out, airdrop to all my holders. 
Right. The more you hold, so the more you get. Oh, wow. And a lot of projects start to reach out to him. Hey, can you be my advisor? Can you be my advisor? Because he yeah, succeed, yeah. right? He yeah. make a zero token value now into something uh, with uh, that. He's good. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what about the Turbo Toad? Oh, Turbo Toad. Yeah, yeah. So there's another. Similar, right? Yeah, sim <laughs> I thought similar. You say, can you start a Timothy token? Timothy Toad. Later, we all do. But Turbo Toad is interesting because the guy had a budget of $69. Yes. And used oh, his chat GPT to create it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Same, same thing, though. I think he also announced on Twitter this. I mean, the creator, his name is Mankind. He's like, that's his artist name. Not he's not a wrestler, okay. Uh, so this sixty nine dollars, mankind, mankind, not a wrestler. <laughs> Started the motor. <laughs> you see where he's going. So same thing. He went on Twitter saying, "I'm gonna create this, mm. something like that," and then he gets like seven thousand dollars from his followers. Yes, like for ether, basically. Yeah. Um, he created the thing with ChatGPT and now there's a $100 million market cap on this token. I think 69 billion tokens, he kept 9 billion, distributed 60, uh, 60 billion um, proportionally to um, the users that contributed $7,000. So you can just imagine how much money everyone is making. Yeah, so crypto were quite interesting. Uh. But, but, but there's a difference between the way that this guy did it and the way that Ben did it, right? This guy is not exactly creating a security at that point of time. Because mm. uh, when he sends out that token, there was no pool. He didn't like purposely create a pool. He sends out the token, let's say mark token again, right? So I, I sent him $2 and he sent me five tokens. He just sent me five tokens. He didn't create a pool for me, mm. right? Then I think he also tells the audience that he's, they want their own self go and create the pool. Mm. Which is, yeah. And one famous influencer or one famous crypto account created a big pool. Pranksy. Okay. Yeah. Supported him uh, because mm. he his process was he locked down everything. Or today, day one, I did this. Right. ChatGPT taught me how to launch this token. Day two, I did this. Day three, I did this. Day four, I did this. So yeah, it's so like, a, it's like how, how to launch a token starter kit almost. Mm, yeah. Actually, we should kind of already break this down in terms yeah, of content. Yeah. That, that should be quite interesting. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he after he did this, Pranksy came in because he don't have liquidity, right? He's mm -hmm. $69 plus the 4k, 4.4 if mm -hmm. right. Then uh, but when Pranksy came in, he bought the token. Uh he got some token from him and uh he set up a big liquidity pool. Uh, and maybe that's also, that's also why it's just you know such a nightmare for like regulate because you see like maybe the loophole here is that if i kind of like issue this token and i'm not creating the market for you yeah. you go and create a market yourself right then technically right not security right uh, kind of like or, or yes. this, that, that is actually and then but then you, if you are the one that's actually creating the market right then you take responsibility for that already Right, I never say you have to go and trade it. What? Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> and and uh, so because of this security thing, right? So I want to bring you back to Ben Eve. Yeah. So why did that big crypto influencer, big boy crypto, bought from Ben? He say uh, he say one of the reason is because this coin already launched already. I buy it from him. It's not security. It's it's I I did not found the token. Right, I took over. Mm -hmm. I. It's different. Oh. I founded and created a security versus exactly. I, I, I buy something, and I buy a project and take over this project. Exactly. It's a different thing. Right? Oh. You, yeah. you, you set up for me and this guy. Yeah. If you want to come, please go after this exactly. guy. Not me. Yeah, oh, not me. It's, like, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, private company, what? But mm -hmm. I'm, I don't want to take it. I, I, I basically, like, I, I take it, I make it public, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's a different mm -hmm. thing altogether yeah. already. 
Shit. You know, so this is where like I feel as if like there's that, that I don't know confusion. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's just so messy, man. But but the big thing yeah. here is that uh you, you should do the breakdown like how to launch a token and also mm-hmm. uh, next week, crypto, yeah, guys, next like week. no hoba, anything can go right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. very fun, uh, very fun. Yeah, crazy. Okay, yeah. welcome to another episode of DJ Corner. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, like it's our new mini series. Uh. Yeah, hey, but next week, uh, next week we we can talk a little bit about that, right? Yeah, try very, to, very fun, very try fun. Do a, you know, how, how do you how do you go about doing that, right? I think that that will be an interesting tangent. Uh, to DJ, uh, some people cannot take it. Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's just a how to, right? It's yeah. just a how to. So. No, I, I also think it's a lot of like if if you if you can, if you think about it, there are a lot of, there are a lot of, quite a lot of analogies to actually what's happening in you know mm. in actually mm. real real world kind of like finance investing and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know. Yeah. Okay, so confirm. Next week, we go in, we head into Blockhead's office and then we'll just record the whole thing. How to start a token. How to start a token. Oh. I, I think how to start a token, but also I think it's like, you know, like uh, using Ben and BitBoy as a, yeah, 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 yeah. As the, a test case. Uh, I just, and, I just and want to... Start, starting is not the issue, right? It's, it's about creating it's, it's hype. Marketing. Yeah, yeah, creating yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's the, it's the marketing and launching and all that. Yeah. So yeah. next week, we'll launch Mark. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, launch team yeah not launch team TFC right. also can it's okay Tariq first <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay. so it's, it's, gonna be, it's, it's gonna be very it's gonna be very very common like okay I would say yeah. that Mark's actually quite uh, a good uh, one or John John or like yeah. a the thing know, is that okay. Ben.eth that's the guy right yeah. Yeah, you're not guy. gonna get a, a three or four character no no uh, ENS uh, you no know, now these yeah. days yeah. No way. so yeah. think of something else uh. <laughs> yeah, unless I mean you can, of course you can buy it off the secondary market lah. Yeah, because you are doing a poor Yeah, because yeah. you're uh, I'm in a leg uh, yeah. for no reason. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, guys. So, yeah. Uh, looking forward to more DGEN. Uh, more discussion. DGEN. Launching of token yeah. and... Uh, yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah. How, to, how to generate hype, I yeah. guess. Let us yeah. know. Let us know if you like it. If you like it, yeah, that will yeah, be a again, recur- not, not financial advice. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> it's not not. It's never it's financial advice. Yeah, 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 it's never. never. <laughs> yeah. I think my whole content <laughs> I also switch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not, not financial advice. Doesn't work. Really. No, it's not like, strong never enough. Never, never. Don't take it. Right? If you make money, you got you. You bring us up a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're entertainment. So yeah. But actually, next week we have a guest on the show. Ah, yeah. You want to name drop the guest? Yeah. Or you want to keep it like I mean, hush. let's just drop, yeah, drop the name. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's going to be here next week. He's uh, Marcus Thielen, uh, Matrix Ports head of research and strategy. Yeah. Oh, Matrix Port. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, he, he's also the author of a book, uh, Crypto Titans, right? Yeah, it was just yeah. just published earlier this month. Yeah. Is he in Singapore or he's based in Singapore? Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, you can also look him up on Telegram. He has a daily uh, market update that he puts out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He'll be here talking to us next week. So if you have any questions, just yeah, email share it to us. In the share it in our Telegram group. Share it anywhere or Reddit. Uh, what else? Yep, yep. We'll address them all. Yeah, today. we'll address them all. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Take care. See you. See you. 
Hey Coconuts, so yes, uh, I hope you enjoy this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead and uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project but we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments and if it so happened, this is something that you're looking at, the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff then that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week